Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He may be opinionated, but he never jumps to conclusions. This is The Roy Green Show. Next hour, Tom Quiggin will join us, court-certified Canadian expert on terrorism, and he's done intelligence work for the RCMP, the Canadian Armed Forces, the United Nations, also war crimes, tribunals, and his book is Submission, The Danger of Political Islam to Canada. He's going to be talking to us about uh, all the stories that have been circulating about the federal NDP leader, Jagmeet Singh, who, um, if you go to globalnews.ca, you'll see the story or Mr. Singh yesterday said that the federal government of Canada should declare the violence against Sikhs in India in the 1980s as genocide. As my friend Laurie Goldstein from the Toronto Sun tweeted a couple of days ago, remember when the NDP used to talk about health care? Anyway, we'll talk to Mr. Quiggin about that. There's a lot more we want to get into with uh, with Tom. And, uh, okay, we're ready to uh, talk about what's going on in South Africa. The water crisis in Cape Town. We heard about Cape Town being virtually out of water. They were just not going to be able to get by other than with a very minimal amount of water, not enough to bathe and and really take care of your most fundamental needs. What's that situation now and what's the reality as far as farmers are concerned, white farmers in uh, South Africa? Giovanna Gerby is a journalist in uh, Cape Town. She's done uh, national broadcasts. Uh, in South Africa for a number for many years, and she uh, she joins us from Cape Town. Hi, Giovanna. How are you? Good afternoon, Roy. Very good and you. Let's start with the, the the water supply situation. Has it improved? Are you uh, a, a little more distant from Armageddon now? I think we are a little bit, Roy. And since we last spoke, water restrictions the level has increased to one of the the maximum levels, which is six uh, B. And this has in turn allowed the city bosses to increase our water tariffs by a whopping 500%. Um, and it depends really on what household usage scale you're on. So the more you use, the more you're going to pay. And that kicked in as of the 1st of February. Well, we've had a, guy, a kind of a game of ping pong that they've shifted day zero. That would be the day when the taps would run dry from April to June, July. And they've now shifted it to August, end of August, but they're even saying that it's probably only going to be a possibility next year when they shut off our taps. So far, uh, our restrictions is still 50 litres per person per day. So you're talking about the the cost of uh, water and water taxes or the cost of water gone up 500%? That's right. So the more you use, the more you're going to pay. So a normal household that used maybe 20,000 litres um, per, per month, it's now going to be completely unaffordable. And this is in kind of a way forcing people to drive down their usage. Mm-hmm. And it really is possible. I think a lot of households have managed to. They are still the high users. 
but they've in turn had water management devices installed on their flats to restrict the flow to their household. So once they've used gone over 350 litres a day, there's just a trickle coming out of the tap. Okay. What's happening with, the, as far as the white farmers are concerned, so many stories are uh, floating around on the, on the Internet, and I've seen news stories on, uh, from, from news organizations about torture and murder of white farmers as land redistribution takes place in South Africa, sanctioned land distribution by the government, Obviously, they're not sanctioning murder, but they're sanctioning land redistribution. And Australia has gotten into the picture with one of their senior cabinet ministers saying that uh, Australia will be getting ready to provide urgent entry visas to their country for South African farmers who are afraid. What, what's the story? Uh, so, you know, the land question has been a question ever since the start of this country's history during apartheid, uh, black people couldn't own agricultural land. And it's really a burning question. It's a very sore point in our country's history. And 20 years on from apartheid, and we still have uh, the majority, the black majority, saying they don't own land, they, they dispossessed, and that land redistribution has to be accelerated. Since we last spoke, I think I spoke to you about our former president, uh, Zuma, who was ousted in February. And we have a new president, Cyril Ramaphosa, and I think he, he's had to, it's been a question that he simply had to address. When he was um, inaugurated as president and when he gave his first State of the Nation address in February, um, he said land redistribution will be accelerated, uh, not only to redress a grave historical injustice, but also to bring more producers into the agricultural sector and to make land available for cultivation. Obviously, white farmers are feeling really uneasy, and I don't know whether we can link farm attacks to the land question. Um, I think farm murders have been something that's been around um, for many, many years. Uh, now we have stats on it, and I spoke to you over the weekend, I spoke to AFRI Forum, which, you know, depending on which side of the fence you're sitting on, they could be regarded as a white, white supremacist group, they call themselves um, a group that wants to address issues of um, inequality that, inequalities that might be happening to white people. And they gave me quite an alarming stat that they said that there were 404 farm attacks countrywide uh, with 100 murders in 2017. I think that's probably the, the total for Canada for two decades. And they've called that alarming stat even more alarming this year. So for 2018, uh, the stats that they have is that from the 1st of January, we've had 98 farm attacks. Um, so almost 100 attacks in 100 days, with 14 people having died so far. Just last week, about an hour and a half from Cape Town, um, a farmer was murdered on his farm. So it's, it's a weekly occurrence, you know, and I, I think according to AfriForum, they would say, there's perhaps even um, a daily occurrence in our country. Uh, how's the Australian initiative going over? Well, he hasn't been from, I think, whatever side of the thing sitting on the, the minister saying that the um, visas for South African farmers will be expedited. It's been ridiculed mainly. If you look at a lot of the South African articles, 
uh, there was also somebody in in cabinet in England that said the same thing that they've got to help South Africa and expedite. Um, I think it's an inevitable situation, but I would say that the minister's statement has been ridiculed, and I think it's probably worsened um, the situation for the white farmer. You know, Australia wants, wanting to muscle in and be the saviour and, and help these farmers. Um, so it hasn't been really well received, and, you know, South Africans have been emigrating okay. to Australia, to Canada, to the States for many years. Right. It's not something that's new. Yeah. Well, we'll stay in touch with you, Giovanna, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. It's a story that that continues to appear on uh, news wires and across the Internet, and we'll see what the Australians decide to do ultimately. I'm glad uh, your water crisis has been set back. I'm not happy with what you've got to pay, but hopefully they'll find some sort of final uh, resolution to this within a year. Thanks so much for the time today. Thank you, Roy. Giovanna Gerby joining us from... Cape Town, South Africa. Beautiful weather there, from what I understand. Absolutely beautiful. You know what? They put a man on the moon in 1968, and it still can't get mobile phone signals so you can depend on them. We'll be right back.